What's going on, guys? Seth and Chevy here doing a tasty bit, doing a little bit of catch-up. Um, as you guys know who follow the channel, if you're new here in this first episode, welcome. Um, we have not been on in about a week. We skipped Tasty Cast. Yeah, we're, so, we're supposed to talk about Final Fantasy stuff on Tasty Cast. We never did that. We're supposed to do Tasty Tuesday where we should have talked about Apex Legends and uh, I guess now Activision Blizzard. We didn't do that. Reason being is uh, we live in Washington, as we've talked about before, and um, though we get snow every year a little bit, we get like maybe an inch, maybe two. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> randomly in February, which is very uh, weird for us. Typically, we're getting a lot of rain during this time. Um, we got a crazy uh, winter storm that gave us like, and I know a lot of you are probably like, ah, it's not much, but we got like 18 inches of snow, yeah. and it kind of fucked up our infrastructure, knocked out our power for like four days, and uh, we were just kind of sitting around playing real games like Monopoly and uh, Scrabble. Scrabble while uh, starting fires and trying to stay warm that way. So uh, we did not have episodes out uh, for about a week, uh, which really sucks for us because we try and stay you know, vigilant, um, keeping episodes coming out. We love doing it. I love editing them, and uh, we know you guys like watching them. So we're going to do a real quick catch-up. That's why this isn't Taste Cast. This isn't Taste of Tuesday. Obviously, it's not Tuesday. This is Thirsty Thursday. Um but uh, we're going to catch up on some of the things we should have talked about. And then we're going to watch the Nintendo Direct that just uh, released uh, in its entirety. I don't think we've watched it, although I have heard a couple things uh, that were announced. Uh, some of them are pretty exciting, but we're going to get it all at once. So, yeah, no real structure or format format to this episode. we got to get back into the, the grind of things. One week felt like a fucking year. Yeah. I think we are still doing a tasty cast this weekend, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. As Things will go back as, to normal as long as the power stays on. We'll say as long as we don't get part two. I'm. I'm <laughs> still. I'm still paranoid. The power might fucking go out. Like even like like earlier today, the power went out. Yeah. So it's everything's not 100. percent So, but uh, but we you know it's been too long. So I'm just like we've got to fucking we've got to put a fucking episode out, man. So yeah. we're doing it. Hopefully you guys enjoy. So uh, playing catch up real quick. Like I said, no set structure to this episode. We're just gonna go at it. I didn't do any intros. I might do a little bit of an outro, but we're just gonna go at it. So, uh, and if you're here for the Nintendo Direct, you saw the thumbnail, you saw the name. We will get to that. Skip skip forward if you are here only for that. Um, yeah. So in the time that we've been gone. Uh, we had last talked about Apex Legends just coming out, and I had played like a match of it, and my impressions were pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, since that time, in one week, uh, Apex Legends has hit 25 million players. Uh, they had a concurrent uh, user base of 2 million people over the weekend, so 2 million people were playing all at once, which is fucking insane. Uh, 25 million people in seven days. And uh, a couple things to mention is they're already planning on uh, doing a Valentine's Day loot uh, or items, limited edition items, uh, which is kind of cool because that's happening like right fucking now. Um, and there is an Easter egg hunk hunt right now uh, based off of some mysterious reference to a Nessie spotted in the game. So there's obviously some uh, hidden shit going on in there. Kind of taking a note from Fortnite. Fortnite for sure. Yeah, which is smart. And uh, one last thing I kind of want to add to that whole thing is uh, Titanfall 2, game that came out in 2016, a very underrated game. I bought the game fucking twice. I loved it so much just to support them. Uh, so you can see why I'm so happy about Respawn getting some fucking attention. Uh, its player base has doubled in 2019 because of, uh, of um, Apex Legends. So the amount of people who have been playing it since Apex Legends dropped has doubled uh, they're back in like 10,000 area of people playing online, which is really exciting for me because I, when, it, when Titanfall 2 came out, 
was a huge fucking fan of it. I have a video, a couple of videos earlier on the channel of me with the devotion. It's pretty decent at it. Um, and I loved it. So I, you know, if this is true, I'm, I kind of want to hop back into Titanfall two because fucking when I play apex legends, all I think of is Titanfall two, it plays just like it. So yeah, uh, quickly, what do we think about the success? I mean, it's, I think it's safe to say at this point, apex legends is kind of a fucking, uh, big deal. Uh, in a week, which is kind of amazing. Uh, the success of the 25 million players, uh, how they're already supporting the game. Um, you've seen me play the game a bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, overall impressions of Apex Legends, kind of the 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 phenom that is Apex Legends. <clears throat> I mean, really, uh, all I can uh, say is congratulations to them. They uh, they hopped in a new, but uh, already have some dominant players in a yep. uh, genre here. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a gamble to, to hop in when you have like powerhouses, like specifically Fortnite, but even you, you know, <laughs> there are other high profile ones uh, and they kind of got in there. Uh, no advertising. People just played it. And when, that's what's amazing. Yeah. They, they played it. They told other people about it, and now we have this many people playing it. So obviously, the gameplay is kind of speaking for itself, um, especially in a time where where people aren't uh, happy with the publisher of the, of the game. So yeah, and as much as people have been trying to attack this game based on that, when you go on Twitter, everyone just keeps going. But it's, it's a good game. But it's a good game. It's a good game. It's yeah. a good game. People are like, well, fuck yeah, and like I get where they're coming from on that. But people are like, it's a good game though. Like yeah. you should just try it. It's free. So it's, it's been really interesting. Cause I've, I've been a big fan of, I, I say it all the time, but Vince Sampella, I think the dude is a fucking legend. And, uh, I've been a huge fan of Respawner since they started. Um, I, I know what they're capable of. And so this coming out, you know, I would have rather seen like a Titanfall get this kind of praise, but that they're getting any praise at all for just a legit shooter, throw out the battle Royal shit. For a legit shooter that they made with great ideas, I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for Respawn in that sense. For sure. Um, you saw the game a little bit. What did you think of it? I mean, it looks neat. Um, I do have a a small interest in, in trying it. Um, I do also have hesitations because I know exactly what it is. Yeah. And I know my uh, my tendencies in gaming. So yeah. it's the only thing that's really holding me back from from trying it. Um, I did play Titanfall 2 online with you and, yeah. and uh, you did. I believe Josh. Yep. Um, so I mean... <clears throat> it plays so good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it might be something I, I do like. The only thing I know I'm going to run into eventually is the same thing that happened uh, when I did decide to go ahead and play uh, Call of Duty with you guys before in the past, uh, doing uh, was it hardcore search and destroy, and then being the last one alive, I kind of freeze up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, this game has a way to bring people back yeah. in a really fair and smart way. Um, so although I couldn't imagine you being all that excited, being the last guy carrying around two people to, to essentially rest. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and I and I would absolutely say try it out. I think you should. Um, there are people that I'm surprised, even within our community, uh, who who pretty much writ, wrote off Battle Royale games. And they're like, I don't like those games. I don't like them. And they're playing this now. Mm. So it just kind of really speaks to the quality. So real quick, without sucking the game's dick too much, 
Um, I played it. I really like it. I'm really stoked to see a lot of you guys, especially some of you who don't like Battle Royale games, playing it and liking it. That just speaks on the quality of this game. It's very well made, plays great, has amazing systems in place, especially the ping it's the ping system. It's the most useful communication system. I'm emphasizing useful, not the most robust, the most useful ping system I've ever seen in a game ever. Uh, you can play the whole game without talking to somebody and completely communicate almost every single thing that's important. That's crazy. And apparently they sat around for a couple months. Uh, they changed up their names uh, in testing so they couldn't tell who's who. And they would just play with the ping system alone. That's how they refined it. And it really fucking shows. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying the game. I would love to see new uh, game modes come out because I think the game just plays really good. It's a really good shooter, like, in general. So I'd love to see some new modes come out as well. Uh, just off that whole system. Uh, it's free to play, which is really cool. Very smart of them because, I mean, this is why everybody fucking hopped in and tried it. And the game was just so fun that it's just taken off. Very smart on their part. The only thing that, you know, uh, some of my only criticisms with Apex Legends is, uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of loot boxes. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm really underselling that. I fucking hate loot boxes. Uh, even if they're just in-game or if you can pay for them or both, um, I think they're really... Uh, really lame way to progress in a game um i get why they do it obviously but um it's it's when i saw that i was like ah oh, fuck loot boxes are back i thought they were gone I, the last game i saw had that was a uh, oh shit onrush and onrush came out last year and it was kind of like a you know a b-rated game which i actually really like but i was like oh they're probably developing this during the time that loot boxes were popular and then once you know it came down on them and everybody's like, we can't do loot box anymore. They're still making it and they're not a huge company. So they probably just go with it. So I was like, oh, that's the last game is going to have them. Nope. So that was a disappointment, but um, I do think it's a pretty fair system. Um, the way they have it set up uh, and it's all cosmetics. So you're not like missing out on anything aside from characters, but you can get them with the game currency. Um, other than that though, uh, the game is really fun to play. Uh, I just want to see more from it. So I just, I can't believe the success of it. Word of mouth. Mm. I mean, like it was, it was genius on, on both ends that the game didn't negatively get, um, months of fucking speculation, negative speculation. You know, you go, Oh, the guys who made Titanfall two, well, they're not, they're not going to make Titanfall three. They're making a battle Royal and it's an EA game. That yeah. would, that game would have been dead on arrival with the amount of fucking months of just talking about what the fuck it was going to be mm -hmm. dropping it like that and, and releasing it was the perfect strategy on their part. Uh, making it free to play was a perfect strategy. In fact, I just read a thing that said EA stock is in the safe zone now from that game alone. It's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Um, so love it, hate it, hate battle Royals, love them, hate EA, love them. You gotta, you gotta admit that's, that's just a crazy, like, it worked. It yep. worked for them. So um, it's insane how that can flip, but it can easily flip the other way again. So um, it is interesting, though, they released this right before Anthem. Yeah. But I know um, it was during an earnings call or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the CEO's name now. OVA? OVA, yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyways, he, Some he, had, asshole. he had stated that um, they were kind of banking on Apex Legends and Anthem to uh, yep. bring them back up uh, from their 
I don't think quarter. they. I don't think they knew Apex Legends got to this well though. Well, probably not. I don't think anybody <laughs> did. Especially with how battle royals have been out already, and everybody's already been like, you know, the the top dogs were already there, but everything else is like they're doing okay. Like you could easily see the battle royal genre in a decline in the next like year or two. Um, and this came out and it just fucking destroyed the competition outside of Fortnite. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. It's crazy. So obviously the genre is not, e- not even tired. People just wanted something more from it. Now all they got to do is support it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that's, that's true of, and it, we, I think we've talked about it before. Uh, any genre, though, you mm-hmm. can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. People get bored. Well, and that's so. the thing, though. That, that's one thing about Apex Legends that I felt as soon as I played it is this game felt like they had Battle Royale in mind, but it was built from the beginning, from the ground up as a as a great game and not just to copy someone else to get their money. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the money incentive's there. Well, of course. But... but it has its own ideas that like, they're like, how can we make the genre? They didn't go, how can we make Fortnite? How can we make PUBG? They went, how can we improve on battle Royal as a genre? Well, even that's what it feels like. Even play. ideas from outside of battle Royal. I mean, yeah. uh, the class based system, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's from other shooters, yeah. obviously. Um, and I think it worked out for him. Uh, if you would have said that, you're going to add class-based stuff, you know, when PUBG was first coming out and mm. Fortnite was coming out and stuff like that. Uh, I'd have been like, well, what about the balance issues? And apparently that's not an issue. So. Well, Realm Royale also does it, though. I don't know a whole lot. Of and it has game. crafting in it as well. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game yeah. at all. So, I played but... it a little bit. It was okay. It feels <laughs> free to play, though. This doesn't. It's weird. Right. Wow. <laughs> like, it's 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 so weird. There's a, there's it's a little so bit weird. of a difference in companies there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's true, um, but yeah, it's just it's just crazy the the strategy, the success, um, just everything about this story. Uh, I've been wanting to talk about it for a fucking week, so that's why I'm just like a little, little, little like puking up all this info. But um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm glad to see other people are really enjoying it. I like that they're already supporting the game, and hopefully they go really hard with this game. Uh, hopefully they don't get lazy. I can't see respawn doing that, but. Any company that made this much money up front so quickly, it'd be very easy just to go, all right, we did it. Cool. Yep. So, um, I mean, Epic with Fortnite, they went hard on that game. I mean, regardless of if you hate Fortnite, they support the fuck out of that game. They really, that's why it's still big. So, um, you know, now that Respawn's here and they're working on other games right now too, um, that are all releasing this year. Yeah, Star Wars is coming out this year, and another Titanfall game—not Titanfall three, but a Titanfall game—is coming out this year. Fucking crazy! Like, like Respawn's gonna save EA. As and long, I don't, as long as the other two games are good, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Well, fucking, do we want to save EA?" And it's like, you want the companies to get hurt, and you want them to fix the problems. It, you don't want. Because I, I forgot who it was, but they were saying that hopefully Activision Blizzard just fucking dies. And I was like, you don't want that. It's a lot of devs out of jobs. Yeah you, yeah. you want them to fix the problems and get better. That's why you hit them financially. So they have to reevaluate the problems and where they got complacent and lazy and start making good things again, mm. which we'll talk about in a, in a sec. But um, so obviously there's a lot of... Um, uh, there's a lot of problems with EA and there has been for a long time and this isn't going to fix it. This isn't the fucking magic bullet. That's going to take care of everything. It's 
It's just Respawn made a great game under EA. Um, so when EA produces other games and, and has other practices that we don't like, don't support them. We have to support the good stuff and not support the bad shit. So they'll get the fucking message because they're not listening to us. They're only looking at the the money that comes in for sure. So um, it's just it's just crazy to see EA go from one thing to another so quickly. Uh, similar to Activision and Blizzard. Um, anything else you want to say on Apex Legends? Nope. Let's know in the comments. Have you played Apex Legends yet? Uh, I'm sure you have. A lot of people on my Facebook are fucking talking about it. Um, there's a chick who's like, my boyfriend's playing this game called Apex Legends. I was like, uh-oh, that game's getting big. If fucking people are even <laughs> mentioning it by name that quick. Let me know in the comments, though. Have you been playing this? Do you plan on playing it? Do you not want to play it at all? Uh, let me know why. Um, what do you think about the 25 million players? What do you think makes this game special? What do you think about the uh, release strategy that they did? What do you think about uh, them supporting the game? And... Uh, do you want Battle Royals to die off? Or are you just like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm just sick of these. Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to uh, Battle Royals and Apex Legends and it's massive success. Two million people concurrent at once in the first fucking week without advertising. Fucking, that's insane. Next thing we're going to talk about, I said real quick, real quick, um, is uh, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, I, I kind of, well, we've kind of, you know, it's been speculated on. We speculated on it quite a bit. Uh, been, you know, waiting for this to happen. Finally has. Uh, Activision Blizzard has laid off uh, 800 people, which is 8% of their whole um, um, company. Um, and, yeah, this is on top of their uh, um, their last year that apparently they made record sales, um, their highest ever. So uh, they, they actually didn't get hit that hard. Um, the people they let off uh, had to do with shit. I just had it and now it's gone. Uh, Non-development and administrative related parts of the business, but also the esports um, division of uh, Blizzard. Um, as I read and I can't find now. Um, but yeah, so they have let go. Of 800 people uh, in those parts of the company, and they are boosting by 20% the number of developers working on its major franchises, namely Call of Duty, Overwatch, Warcraft, Hearthstone, Hearthstone, uh, Diablo, and Candy Crush. I forgot that was even a fucking game. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of details here, but uh, obviously. There's a lot going into this. What do we think about the 800 people who got let go? Um, a lot of people speculate this was going to happen. We've speculated it was going to happen. I've been saying for a while now they're going to have to trim fat. Nobody knew it was going to be this much people, though. Yeah. Uh, what do we think about that? What do you think um, uh, about their record sales in 2018 um, or profits? And uh, what do you think the motivation for this is? And what do you think about that 20% boost to developing games? <clears throat> um, the esports aspect of this was kind of, uh, I think, I think everyone pretty much saw that coming just because even, uh, earlier on, uh, fairly recently, they, they kind of took a huge step back from Heroes of the Storm and yep. it's complete, uh, es uh, esports scene. And they canceled the, um, the competition. Yeah. The big one, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and then the administrative stuff, um, 
I know it's going to be a weird example, but the last company that I worked for, when it merged with another company, uh, there was a lot of administrative jobs that all of a sudden just went poof. So, yeah. and obviously this isn't a merger, but that's a pretty common area for cuts. Um, not saying that they deserve to lose their jobs, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, Let, let's just involved. let's just be clear right now. We're not happy ever when when developers, publishers, anybody loses their jobs in no. the gaming, well, in any industry. But we talk about gaming here. We're we're never happy about it. We'd always like I was saying earlier. We don't want to see EA, Activision, Blizzard, none of them go under. We want them to get better, and we never want to see people lose their jobs. We just want to see you know, uh, you know, people make great games and and keep their fucking jobs. So. You know, with that said, when we're talking about the business end of this and our opinions on that, we're not saying anybody should have lost their job. For sure. And and it's also, um, you know, especially if you're you're on Twitter and you, you follow all the different like uh, game companies and whatnot. As soon as this happened, pretty much all of them were like, hey, we're hiring for these job positions. Feel free to come apply. So, yeah. um, so the, the, the community in that regard, uh, they, they know essentially the, how it is out there. It's pretty cut. Throat, it's, it's so. a, it's a fickle business. Yeah. We've, we've seen that for years now, since 2008, we've seen, uh, development companies just go under, disappear overnight. Telltale just fucking disappeared yeah. out of nowhere. And then now, you know, when layoffs come, they come hard and they come fast. As soon as you hear rumors that they're coming, it's like three days later, 800 people are just unemployed. Yeah. And it's, it's even crazier. Cause a lot of people will give up, uh, their entire life that they have and move to the yep. places to, to get these jobs. Cause it's the, it's what they want to do with their dream lives. job. So, um, so it is, is a huge bummer for them, obviously, as far as though going back to the business aspect of it, um, if they are going to increase development by 20%, I think in the, uh, long term, they're obviously thinking about, uh, making sure that the, the games are being, uh, worked on, Hopefully with a, a higher quality, but obviously they're also probably thinking about uh, speed as well because mm -hmm. they cut back on some franchises, but they're focusing on the, uh, these franchise, franchises. I mean, we all know every title on there, um, even though Candy Crush was a weird one to see on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot it existed. But like somewhere uh, earlier in the article here, it even says uh, a lot of the games have stagnant usage right now. Um, and I'm, I'm sure they want to, especially blizzard games. Yeah. And they want to fix that. Um, so this is part of their strategy to do that. Will it happen? Well, we'll see. Cause even if you boost development by 20%, you still gotta have the right creative minds and talent in there to do that. So, mm -hmm. um, it will be interesting to see the future of, of Activision blizzard specifically on the blizzard side, uh, in the years to come, to be honest. So, um, yeah, it says uh, player counts or um, stagnant player counts for major franchises like Overwatch and Hearthstone. Hearthstone, I keep saying that wrong, um, which, you know, I know a couple people have been kind of in denial about that, but it's 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 been talked about for a while now. And uh, like I've been saying, like the fat's going to get cut. 800 people's a shitload, so that is quite a it bit of fat. Lot, yeah. But um, but it, it has to happen. Nobody makes games for like for fun and charity they make them for fun but like it's a business you got to make that money companies that big don't make them for fun yeah. and charity. <laughs> um but uh well I mean, yeah blizzard's huge yeah. activision's huge them merging just ups the amount of money they have to make um people keep talking about that it was a record year for them and and yeah it is kind of fucked that they made more money than ever but um 
but fired people. But people aren't, one thing they're not thinking about is uh, Activision, of course, owns Blizzard, but it's more of a partnership in the sense that Blizzard kind of runs itself and Activision has a mandate on what Blizzard's supposed to accomplish in that time. So if the whole company, Activision Blizzard, made record amounts of money, but certain parts of one of those two companies isn't pulling its weight, cutting fat from that makes sense in the sense that they're already making most of their money from something else. Call of Duty did really well this year. Very well. Yeah. yeah. And last year did pretty well as, uh, uh, as well. Or when I say this year, I mean like 2018 because that's when it released. Um, so we haven't been hearing about Activision lo- losing money. All the biggest loss happened right. It all. If you look at their stock, it all coincides in October when fucking Diablo Mortal was announced. Mm. The backlash, all that shit really hit them hard. On top of that, it helped with fervor against them uh, in World of Warcraft. A bunch of people I've talked to who play that game, I don't play it, um, who, like, you know, were really excited about the expansion, played it long enough, and started talking, you know, negatively about it, saying there's a lot of weakness to it. Certain things they liked, certain things they didn't like, but nobody was, like, super stoked about it after a while. Um, Overwatch, you know, I got a couple people that I talked to who kind of play it, but for the most part, Overwatch's community has been has been taken away from it by Fortnite. A lot of um, a lot of uh, battle royal games have taken away a lot of people who played Overwatch. So uh, Blizzard's losing money; yeah. it's hemorrhaging money. Um, so it kind of makes sense why they made the decision. Like I said, I'm not advocating and saying it's a good thing, but it makes sense on their part that they are looking at. <clears throat> people also think about you just made this money. But one thing that companies have to do is they have to look forward and see projections and know where they're going. And they have to have enough money that if they do have it, do have a year that fucks them over, they can survive it. When they lower their projection because yeah. they're expecting specifically Overwatch and, and Hearthstone well, to, and, to do bad. And Blizzard doesn't worse. have any major releases coming out this year. Nothing, yeah. It's, it's going to be floating there. Yep. So they're going to have to support their games. This, this is why the 20% makes sense. They need to make games. So what this tells me is they're or they're, content for their games, yeah. Is they're cutting the money they're spending on things that aren't producing games, and they're putting and reinvesting that into production of games. Sounds like they're going to be putting more people on game development, and trying to probably get Blizzard to produce something sooner than later. I would not be surprised to see Blizzard produce some kind of battle royal game. I mean, I wouldn't either. Um, not saying they're gonna, I'm saying I would not be surprised if no, they announced it. I wouldn't be, be like, Oh, whoa. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. They, I mean, it's a quick way to make money, you know, if it's good enough. Um, also, uh, I see in there, they're talking about, uh, cause I forgot this happened, uh, them severing their deal with, with, uh, Bungie and they even let Bungie keep their properties, yep. which is crazy. Um, but that just shows that their original deal with Bungie was this 10 year agreement and it was all destiny. It was one yep. thing and they decided, eh, we don't want to dump money into this anymore. Um, and it prop, I doubt it was like failing, but it probably like, you know, we kind of said they're, they're reassessing. They're reassessing. Yeah. 100%. And, and they went, this isn't, um, this isn't what we want to do. They're looking at where they're at now, what just happened and where they're going and where things are going to go based off what's happened financially. Mm-hmm. And so Blizzard is or was 
a, a, a huge way to make money and it set a high standard, but Blizzard's in a, a shitty place right now. So they're not just going to break off from them instantly. The, the potential's still there. It'd be stupid to just be like, oh, all these properties are useless now. Oh, you can't write it off. They have to reassess and restructure the mm-hmm. company. Um, with with Destiny, though, Destiny 2 did underperform uh, what they wanted. Uh, I think in the last minute, they did make pretty good money because obviously... Um, uh, oh, shit. Forsaken. Forsaken, yeah. Um, came out and it seemed like it did pretty good, but... It kind of makes sense in their in their agreement to just separate, yeah, and kind of go like fucking, you know, we're better off on our own. See what happens, you know. Good luck to you, fucking, on your endeavors, and you buy. But Blizzard's too much of a too much of an investment. They have to fix it's it. Too much of a household name, too. I mean, so is Bungie, yeah. but no, I Bungie has like a game. You know, essentially they're two now, but everyone knows them for Halo, mm-hmm. and that that's their thing. As for Blizzard, people know them for a variety of games, so they are definitely more of a household name, I'd say. Yeah, and there's there's if they can save that, it's worth it. If they can't, I'm calling. I I called the fucking trim the fat thing. I'm I'm calling it. They're gonna fucking they're gonna split off from Blizzard if it gets bad enough, because their IPs are sinking money. Mm. Or or hemorrhaging money more than Activision games are, games. but huh? <laughs> I'm just laughing at the plural aspect of games. It's Call of Duty, essentially. Call yeah. Call of Duty, Spyro, Spyro Reignited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they got a sports game, maybe. Well, they, I know they they hemorrhaged their own money with uh, what was it Guitar Hero and uh, Tony Hawk. I don't think they're doing those anymore, though. I yeah, mean the Tony they, Hawk they one. They did them, and yeah, but the Tony Hawk one just popped out. No, that was fucking weird. Yeah, I didn't like it. N- there was like no build up to it. it. Just showed up, and people were like, "Yeah, it sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> but yeah, it, it, that's the crazy thing about Activision is they've always been known for having like no games, but they make a shitload of money. Now they have like no games, and they make a shitload of money. Yeah, um, it's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, so. All in all, this is a really sh- shitty situation for 800 people. Um, definitely saw it coming, just not this size. Hopefully, all those people can find um, employment at other companies, or maybe you know get back in in part of that 20 percent um, reapply boost. Yeah, yeah, move into a different uh, department. Um, it makes complete sense why they're doing this. Uh, it just sucks. Um, yeah, but. The next couple of years is going to be crucial for Blizzard specifically. Um, they have to really restructure how they're doing things. They got to get a good plan and they got to start focusing on new games. I mean, that's a big thing. Like their last new game was fucking Overwatch and it did great when mm-hmm. it came out. But um, their whole games as a service model, you got to have something new and exciting again. And like, wow, has its expansions. But that's an old game as well. Like, like you got to have something fucking really. I mean, a new Diablo would have been huge, and now they fucking muddied the waters with that with the fucking mobile game. I think the yeah, I think Diablo. And now they're gonna rush development. They're gonna fucking rush development of Diablo. I was gonna say the the big ones that I think they really need to focus on would be uh, Warcraft and Diablo. So, or just a new IP in general. New IP, fucking Overwatch Battle Royal. I said that a long time ago. I mean, it makes sense. You and you they and Chris could... were very anti it. You're like, that's not gonna happen. And I was like, well, we'll see. So I'm still, I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen. But if it does, <laughs> I called it. It'd be less, uh, 
inclined to say it wouldn't happen at this point only because of uh, Apex Legend yeah. showing off that classes do work. And and I brought and that up. Being the last story yeah, was that you would have asked me before, you know, the Battle royal scene if classes were a good idea, and I would have told you no. And now seeing that uh, that they, they can Works work. Works great. So, Works fucking awesome. But that also took, you know, a company that has, you know, balances literally their game. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude, fucking when Titanfall 2 came out, it was like one of the most balanced first-person shooters I'd ever played at launch. Right. I was like, what the fuck, dude? They really test their shit. They really care about the playability of their games. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go back into that <laughs> sucking their dick thing again. But, um, but yeah, overall, this sucks. But yes. um, hopefully something good will come from this. Hopefully uh, we get something good from Blizzard. Hopefully Activision fucking bumps up their production of games and we get some new IPs. That'd be fucking weird. Sekiro comes out soon. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's an Activision game, which is really weird. It's a From Software game. It'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and then they'll probably get a sequel. Like, <clears throat> I, I've been I've, on a roll. I've been talking for a while now, too, about a AAA crash. I know some people are skeptical on that. I, re- I think we're in it. I think it's already happening. I'm not saying it's the heaviest thing ever, but it, it seems pretty evident that we're in a, tr- a AAA crash in, in a sense because... EA's having issues, even though Apex Legends just fucking helped that a lot. Um, Activision Blizzard's having issues. Bethesda's having issues. A bunch of these huge companies are losing trust in their fan bases, and they're losing money because of it. Um, And we're already seeing them reroute the way they're doing things, which is a good thing. We got to stay vigilant on that, though, because these companies will just as easily, real quick, fucking go right back to their old bullshit for sure if you don't stay on top of it so <clears throat> i don't know the next couple of years is gonna be really interesting uh when it comes to the triple a companies i have faith in the games market in general because we're already getting we get like new games every fucking week and it's hard to keep up and there's some really fantastic games out there made oh, yeah. by not triple a developers support the fuck out of that shit and uh and so we're really in a, in a time where AAA developers have to be on their ship too. They can't just forever live off of their, uh, their, the money they made in the past. Can't get complacent and lazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything else you want to say on that? No. <laughs> All right. Let us know in the comments. What do you think about Activision Blizzard? What do you think about the 800 people, 8% loss in employment, uh, the 20% boost in uh, development of games? What would you like to see come out of Blizzard or Activision? Um, what do you think they need to change to uh, to fix this problem? Or do you think they're fucked completely and you think that this is just the beginning of the end? Uh, what do you think Bungie's going to do on their own? And let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to all things we just talked about and a AAA crash. Let me uh, know your detailed opinion in the comments down below. <coughs> Whew. I, uh, I'm running out of saliva. I'm talking too much. It's a, it's a good sign to shut the fuck up. Last thing we're going to react to is Nintendo Direct, uh, which just came out as of recording, um, the day of recording. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to go through a bunch of new stuff that uh, should get us excited for Nintendo. i still trying to pull that trigger on the Switch. Always looking at that switch, going, mm, I want it. Mm, you know, it's really it. funny too because I know there's a handful of games you would easily buy for it. Yeah, I, you just you just need to do it. Yeah, it's it, got it's got the exclusives easy. Uh, yeah. Um, there's actually a game. Was that Dragon Mark for Death? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that and I almost went and bought a Switch just for that game. And it's a 2D side-scrolling multiplayer Mega Man type game. So 
But I watched that and I was like, I was like, I'd really like to play that. What's it on? And then it's like Switch. I was like, besides well, the shit. first party games for, for Switch, it has an, an incredible amount of indie games already on it. So uh, it's just a really great console. System. It's yeah. a great console. Nintendo's got a great console. They do. It's nice to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go like, man, this is crazy. Now I'm just like, it's just a fucking fact, dude. I can't. I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush. Uh, so, yeah, let's find out how they're going to be supporting Nintendo as a brand into the next year or two or three or maybe four. I don't know. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, and go. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. And Sony opting out of E3 this year because they want to do the exact same thing Nintendo does. Who's that little, uh, that little thick boy? Ooh. Not so thick now. Deflated. Oh, cool. Oh, Mario Maker, right? Yeah. I never played the first one. I, I should have. It, it, it's right up my alley. I didn't either, but I think, uh... Just like anything else that's been on the, the Wii U, <laughs> uh, it's nice yeah. to see it come to the Switch because a lot of people didn't uh, do anything with the Wii U. So nice. Oh, it's the two. One thing I really appreciated about the last one is uh, you had to be able to beat your level to publish it. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff. Yeah. It's just smart because it's like endless content. Like you like Mario, well now you can just fucking make endless amounts of levels. I remember I got into an argument with somebody one time, or debate one time about innovation in gaming, and they were like, Nintendo's the most innovative company. And I was like, well what have they done innovative? They're like, the new Mario dude, and this is back on Wii U, and I was like, what what about it's innovative? What's what's inventing? out of that and he's like that cat suit dude and I was like hi everyone I'm Yoshiaki Koizumi and I'll be your guide for today's Nintendo Direct you just got your first look at the brand new sequel to Super Mario Maker which we're of course calling Super Mario Maker 2 there will be brand new features and many new elements are in development as we speak. So please stay tuned. Alright, next, let's cover today's Nintendo Switch headlines. For the first time in 10 years, the Marvel Ultimate yeah, Alliance cool. series returns with a new four-player action RPG and an all-new original story. Assemble your ultimate dream team from a huge cast of Marvel superheroes, from the Guardians of the Galaxy to the Avengers, Defenders, X-Men, and more, to stop Thanos and the Black Order from unleashing cosmic I'm gonna chaos. do that. You can play together in TV mode, locally on up to four systems, or online and get closer to the action with a dynamic zoomed-in heroic camera. And speaking like of heroic, mm -hmm. it's time to go higher, further, all the variances of multiplayer and switches has Captain Marvel. Yeah. Nintendo, if there's one thing Nintendo's really good about, it's carrying on good ideas. All their consoles just are like these like continuations of the last console. In Carol Danvers' case, literally. In addition to basic attacks and skills, each hero has an alliance extreme attack, their most powerful move. 
Whether you join forces with friends locally or online, take teamwork to unprecedented levels as you creatively combine hero skills and synergy attacks. Your most powerful attacks can be combined into ultimate alliance extreme attack. The team up possibilities will be off the charts in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. The Black Warrior cool. launches It's cool. There's like a group attack too. This summer. Yeah, I love that it has the same screen multiplier, but then multiplier online Welcome and back, local. Mm -hmm. Get ready to unload some boxes and have fun doing it. The critically acclaimed puzzle series Box Boy is coming Damn, to Nintendo Box Switch Boy. for the first time. This brand new game is tightly packed with tons of content, including brand new puzzles and new features. We fit something else in too. <laughs> oh shit! This time, two players can box it up together. To restore peace on the box planet, person, you must work as a team, solve puzzles, neat. and beat those stages. It just works. It's so simple, story, but it actually looks a fun. Whole separate adventure starring Cutie, the tall one. Oh my god, I love that name. I <laughs> know he's the tall one. And yeah. all. There are 270 stages to beat. Damn, That's the highest boy. in the series to date. Use your brain boxes to think outside the box and lead our heroes to the goal. Box Boy and Box Girl will unload on Nintendo Switch April 26th. Soon. The ultimate spring update. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is about to spring forward with Twitter's the version 3.0 update this spring. Guesses on who they're going to add to Smash. What are we adding, you ask? Ridiculous. You'll just have to wait to find out. Remember, Joker is a part of Challenger Pack 1. He's secretly been preparing Looking for battle. Cool, Joker. This moment will finally come before the end of April. In other words, this year, springtime is the time to smash. And don't forget, New Super That's Smash Brothers series no amiibo shit. figures are on the way too. Wait, there's a salt snake amiibo. <gasps> there's even more to explore in Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I you picked that up. It's never too late for a journey through the maze-like miniature world like it's of the always Captain Toad released. Treasure Tracker game. In fact, we have two new announcements for the um, Nintendo the Switch version. DS, I think. So. Uh -huh, it came out on this already. After a new it update, is, it's, it's all extra. courses will support oh. two-player co-op. Maybe Captain Toad won't be so nervous when someone had his side. Two heads are update. better than one, and an extra yeah, set two of little chubby boys. Yeah. This free update will be available later today. Free update, adding co-op. And That's some paid cool. downloadable content is coming. We're adding in 18 new challenges that'll see you traveling to five new courses. From sunken ships to a kingdom of sweets. And achieving new objectives in existing courses. Play the demo, it was fun. <laughs> Captain Toad and Toadette must obtain the shiny crowd in each course, all of which can be played alone or with a second player. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker's special episode will be available for purchase as soon as, well, later today, giving you early oh, access shit. to one of the courses. The rest nice. of the content will launch on March 14th. If you don't have the game yet, look out for a digital bundle available on Nintendo eShop later today. It contains the full game and gives you access to Captain Toad Treasure Tracker's special episode once it's available. Steal cool. yourself yeah, for old school this. action in an all new gothic castle. The side-scrolling action of yore shall rise once more in Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And so, the young lady Miriam, yeah, I'm really curious host about this of game. Alchemist's Curse, must use her unwanted gifts to slay the demons wrought by the curse's original host, Jeebel. 
With these powers, she can steal the abilities of enemies, bend gravity to her will, and dart about Jeebel's castle at lightning speed. My brain hurts. Here, the laws of reality and 2D side-scrollers don't apply. Throughout the castle, a treasure trove of side quests, deadly tasks, treasure and tracker. small touches flesh out the campaign. Your body is covered with weird decorations. Beyond the main story, you can dig deep into character customization, subquests, character. and more. Stop the fall of man at the hands of demons, and don't be afraid to show them your dark side. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night emerges from the shadows. Crazy finally coming summer. out, eh? Had some hiccups getting that game going. Yeah, I feel like it's been coming out forever. To build a new world and take on the children oh, of Multiplayer. <gasps> on an empty island, you'll ally yourself with the mysterious Malroth and defend your world. I'm curious about playing the first one now because I'm such a huge Dragon Quest fan now. Yeah. Or unite with three other builders to create your own story-based game. Okay. This has co-op. Crafts objects and tools. And new heights by building any structure you can imagine. Oh my god. I want to play this. He's <laughs> a little little cowboy. Whoa. Explore underwater and warp all over the new retro inspired map. This looks dope. Yeah, they added the a lot to this. Holy shit, yeah. I have a feeling after people played the first one they were like, oh, this is cool, but it needs this. And like, this is the game okay. that people want. Cool. Yeah, I July. The first one was really cool, but it was definitely more of like a Zelda-style game mm -hmm. with building. There are more Nintendo yeah. Switch headlines to come, but first, a word from Mr. Koizumi. I, I well, how's it looking? Next. Pretty good. Ooh. We have a new announcement for that classic RPG series. Please take a look. Classic RPG series. There are RPGs, and then there's Dragon Quest, the series that defined oh, the genre. Yeah, and so the latest so. entry is charging onto Nintendo Switch. Yeah, there's a part where it shows like a fucking top-down 2D version of the game. With the most impressive scope and elaborate story in series it. history. Oh, yeah. Where there is light, <laughs> darkness follows. For no one does this win truer than the Luminary. The boy that prophecy says will succeed the last oh, yeah. And protect the world from a terrible land. Ugh, I want to go. And I want to play this. Well, I guess I could buy it again. On the day he becomes an adult, he finally discovers his true heritage and the powers that make him the luminary. When he goes to the king of the largest kingdom for guidance, he is dubbed Fuck Dark you. Spawn. So begins the Jasper and tell the whole story here or what? And the ragtag yeah, they're showing a lot. This is like towards the end. Don't tell me that. Together they'll explore the towns and terrain of the sprawling detailed land Erdrea. Monsters roam free of random encounters. Me neither. Choose your strategy wisely in turn-based battles. You must know when to attack, when to heal, when to use magic, Big and when to switch your party members' orders. As you do, Who? you'll earn Eric. skill points which yeah, he's one of the to teach party members attacks. Him and Jay together fucking wreck. Their abilities. You can also collect material yeah, so you can forge weapons, luminary. armor, and accessories. I stopped using them towards the end, except for during like story stuff. Erdrea is full of surprises like these, and this time, the player has the power to choose the on the fly <sighs> between the land's gorgeous HD vistas and Jade. the 2D 16-bit glory of old. See? 
This is also the first version of the game with fully orchestrated field and battle tunes. If you want, you can change between the original sound and the new one whenever you want. And you can also experience the journey with English or Japanese audio. Fuck, I'm gonna buy this game. Oh, you don't like it, honey? Jade and the, the healing chick, I can't remember her name either. Yeah, her name always alludes to me. Jade, yeah. First time players and veterans should also look forward to new stories. Each season one of the main say, fucking first time players and veterans should buy this. New light on hidden truths. This hero's adventure has truly leveled up. Dragon Quest 11 S Echoes of an Elusive Definitive Edition. I think so. Launching exclusively on Nintendo They gotta release a fucking definitive version to the other console. PS4. While we That's just announced the addition of these new stories. There will be more new information to share in the future. Please look forward to learning more. For now, let's continue with more Nintendo Switch headlines. How many games are you gonna show off, dude? A lot. A Disney Tsum Tsum game like you've never seen before. <laughs> you little Tsum Tsum boy? Disney toys took the world there, by storm, and now I got some Tsum Tsums. Don't even fucking think I don't. At the toy store in Disney Tsum Tsum Festival. Totally not a game I'd buy, but play with your friends and family in a wide variety of competitive and cooperative I'm about to buy this just for the Sum Sums. How the fuck are you gonna make a game out of this? Play online as well <laughs> with players from around the world. <laughs> Little nugget boys. And you can't mention Ooh. Disney Sum Sums without talking puzzles. Connect matching Sum Sum to clear them and set a high score. The game also features a two-player mode for local and online Show competitive Puyo matches. <laughs> Disney Puyo 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 Festival will steal our hearts in 2019. And Disney never <laughs> We're picking up a distress call in the oh, Atlas no. Star System. But this time, it's far from friendly. In fact, it's none other than Star Wolf's infamous <laughs> lieutenants, Andrew Oikini, Pigma Dengar, and the Great Leon. Now Peppy, Falco, and Sloopy have no choice but to hunt them down, like the animals they are, in a Damn. challenging new series of missions you can only find in the spring update of Starlink Battle for Atlas. Every member of the Star Fox team has their own special pilot ability and skill tree. Plus, each pilot can take on any of the new missions and also Fox's missions from the base game. It's time for a game of seek and destroy. But don't expect Wolf to play fair. Look forward to news on the rest of the additional content, such as starship races and faction missions, so you're ready when the Star Fox team yeah, joins the Starlink Battle for Atlas update this April. It's kind of neat looking, though. I just know you have to buy. A heartfelt part. fantasy yeah. adventure crops up once again. Another season, another reason to wield weapons and spells against monsters. What the fuck is this? Interact with townsfolk daily. Grow vegetables and fruits at the farm. Cook some fish. With some flat-ass looking vegetables and fruits. Or even raise monsters. 
I'm not raising that this fucking thing. I think it's scary looking. Life will keep you coming back for more in yeah, Factory exactly. 4 okay. special. I'm playing this. For Nintendo Switch. Same for me. Pretty sure it's the Battle alongside townsfolk and before long, you may become more than Pretty just friends. Sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. What? See it, Sturdy Valley. See what the heart-pounding newlywed life has in store for you. Or Porsche. In this new version Picked of up the game. my time Porsche. It's pretty cool so far. Rune Factory 4 Special will be ripe for the playing later this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I like those kind of games. So. Yeah. And... Ooh, what is we can finally confirm that Rune Factory 5 is in development. Look forward to more info. Maybe that will be the Rune Factory for me. Maybe. Number five. Five's the charm. Soon, a time will come to slay monsters and rescue lost souls. Before those souls become monsters. In this action RPG from the developers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere. Really? Step into a realm built upon the tenets of reincarnation. Like its people lead repressed before, lives. But... Forbidden to mourn the loss of loved ones. To uphold these tenets, Kagachi must travel between the living world and the beyond to rescue lost souls from a terrible fate. Like the Becoming monsters. I loved Irons at Suna. I still need to play Lost Sphere. When battling these creatures, the lost souls you've rescued can manifest within you, granting you new powers. Each soul's powers Pokemon. are different, so you must choose the right soul for the situation at hand. In this deep single-player campaign, there will be many battles. You will fight, and you will become stronger. Those who fall to grief are lost, and the lost don't reincarnate. Yeah, don't help at all. Just fucking watch. Thanks. Begin to crumble when Oninaki launches in summer 2019. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, Cars, robots, and Yoshi's in a world of crap. Oh, Yoshi! You know what that means? Yoshi's crafted world is almost here. This time, we'd like to put the many facets of these crafty courses on display. Damn, look at those honkers As back Yoshi, there. What am I looking we'll at? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. Race solar cars. And tear through the sky on a plane. Nice shot, Yoshi. Hey, that robot's pretty huge for a miniature. This is chaos. Even at this scale, you'll have some challenging bosses to wrangle. Using in-game coins you've racked up, you can collect crafted costumes. If you wear one, it'll offer a bit of protection from enemies. There are more than 180 of these costumes. What the fuck's happening? And some of them <laughs> feel like I took something. Hands on. Product placement. Later today, Yoshi. we'll release a demo, which lets you play through the first course. Cool. It's that video that's circulating around of all the Yoshi's voice acting for Yoshi, but it's all on March tuned down to the guy's original voice. It's creepy. Guy's just like, Yoshi! But first, another update from Mr. Koizumi. How's it going so far? Next, we have a follow-up on the latest installment in one of our long-running series, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Cool. Please, have a look. Must buy. I want to play that Fire Emblem fucking Warriors game that we played when the fucking power was out. Oh my! What could have brought you here? There's a lot of like fucking like Japanese stuff and anime-looking stuff for Nintendo. It's interesting. The continent of Foglin, said to be protected by a revered goddess, has existed since time immemorial. 
Three ruling powers now control the land. In the south lies a region long held by a more than 1,000-year-old dynasty, the Adrestian Empire. Beyond its borders, to the frigid this north, is the, story to is the home of the Ace Holy Combat Kingdom 7, of Farius, right? ruled by the royal family the, uh, and its romance of the three kingdoms. It's all the same game. To the east, <laughs> all three of these no games, same game. <laughs> no king nor emperor rules what is called the Leicester Alliance. Once consumed by a tempest of war and turmoil, Fodland and these three mighty powers now stuff. exist in relative harmony. In the Fire Emblem Three Houses game, you are the hero the world needs. You start out as a mercenary traveling with a group led by your father, Geralt. After an unexpected incident Gerald. reveals an unknown power hidden within, you'll travel to mm -hmm. Garrick Mock Monastery, a where you'll receive an offer to teach <laughs> at the Officer's Academy. Around that same time, you alone begin to see a mysterious girl named Sothis, who appears within your mind. My girl's mysterious. Garrick Mock Monastery lies at the center of three large territories. It is the home base of the Church of Saros, the main religion of Fodlan, as well as the Knights of Saros. Not only does the church serve to maintain order in Fodlan, its monastery mm -hmm. also houses the tells more to this game too than the Those who ones. train there will go on to shoulder the future of Fodlan. The Officer's Academy is comprised of three houses. The Black Eagles Slytherin. is for students from the Adrestian Empire, including the house leader and future emperor, Edelgard. The Blue Lions boasts Prince Dimitri of the Holy Hogglepug. Kingdom of Fargus as its house Hogglepug. leader. This house is for students from his so kingdom. Henry's part of right. The Golden Deer is for students from the Leicester Alliance. Their house leader is Claude, who is the heir Griffey of the Poos. noble family that leads the alliance. As a professor, you will lead the students of one of these houses and instruct them. In addition to the house leaders, there are many other students to meet, each with their own unique personalities and skills. Which house will you choose? And then you teach one of them. The red one, of course. You just like red. Students are expected to travel to various lands, sometimes with the Knights of Saros themselves, and gain real battle experience, including everything from, from defeating bandits <laughs> to suppressing rebellions. I'm already These sold. may be class assignments, but the stakes yeah, in each good. battle are very real. Whether your students live or die will depend on your leadership. Console, Strategize as the battle progresses to claim victory. At the Officer's Academy, your students will work diligently each day so that they may wield a variety of weapons. Master the study of magic. They always take like the idea of firearm, and acquire but they special always give it like such as horsemanship. Mm, which is smart. Yeah. yeah, it keeps it fresh. Just because this is gonna be on console though, they got more space you have been to, entrusted to with make a bigger future, game, but they also gotta really show to off. Guide each of them and help them hone their abilities. Through combat experience and study, you can help your students reach their full potential. Your students can also interact with each other at the academy. This looks and delicious. So, Let's eat. Their bonds will strengthen, and they'll be able to better support each other on the battlefield. Nice. I love that system in 
Well, I think it's in most of the games. Yeah. I was actually really impressed with the cinematics in, uh, in the Fire Emblem Forward, that we were playing. Yeah. Three territories. They're really well done. Three houses. No, I got close. Your very own journey. Playing the one after it. This looks fucking cool. I love the art style. Oh yeah. Fire Emblem Three Houses will release on July 26th. Oh, dude. It's during the Final Fantasy expansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, how does it look? Originally, we announced that Fire Emblem Three Houses would release this spring. But more development time will be necessary. Take your time. And so the new release date is July 26th. Make it good. That means we'll have to ask you to wait a little longer. But we hope you'll look forward to the next generation of Fire Emblem all the same. Please Time for nope. some more Nintendo Switch headlines. In this next entry of this knuckles, iconic doing series, shit. the last player standing wins. What? Oh, oh yeah. 99 players. This I'm is all over Twitter. I'm fucking stoked supreme. about this. Of course you are. This is. <laughs> I love Tetris. Tetris 99. Uh, this is fucking ridiculous. The it's fucking dope. Arrives with an online experience like no other. I'm gonna wreck people. Nintendo Switch online. Not really. Don't take more for that. I'm pretty good. Not that good. I was say there's some fucking gross people. Yeah, there's game. gonna be like some weird garbage. fucking people going back working math out there. Players and become the sole survivor. Nintendo Switch online members, be ready to join the fight. Tetris 99 will be available for download later today. Wait, it's out? Look forward to battling it out it's in free upcoming too. online events. Is it? I thought. Prepare oh, to kill, survive, oh, or cool. die in Dead by Daylight. Let's go on Switch. Imagine this. Is it on Switch? You're alone, struck by fear, struggling to survive. Dead by Daylight. That looks like shit, but I'm glad it's on there. Survivor, but it's too late. The killer is upon you. Now run. It's very bright. Hide. <laughs> Scavenge for items. Open the gates just, and escape with your life. It, uh, or they take on the role of the took killer the time to, put to make it on the so-called yeah. survivors your next victims. Terrifying. This game still slowly oh, yes. just kind of satisfying. Cruise going. Yeah. With loads of maps, characters, and cosmetics to earn, you'll experience a deep progression system while you're on the hunt or being hunted. Discover the true meaning of horror. When False Dead by Daylight creeps up yeah. on Nintendo Switch this fall. This dog will ruin your day. Fucking better not. Willow flashbacks. Yeah, I'm getting fucking willow shivers. Willow chills. Chillos. So. For free. 
Now for a message from the oh, producer cool. of the futuristic mech action game. Yeah, I really want to play this. Hello everyone, I'm Kinichiro Tsukura, producer of Damon X Machina, and I have some news for you. Later today, they'll be releasing a demo called Damon X Machina. Really? Yeah, I want to try it. For a limited time. <laughs> the game is still in development, cool. but in the demo you can develop four different missions while exploring the basic controls and customizations and of the hand it to me. known as an arsenal. <laughs> you can also experience a boss battle in the final mission, so please try it out. Yeah, I'm stoked on this because fucking people After who worked on demo, uh, fucking Armored Core are working on this since obvious. Remember I looked at like, is that like self-shaded fucking Armored Core? Try out prototype missions. If you weren't selected for the survey, we also welcome your feedback. And from software has been doing so good with their other games, they're just like, eh, we'll make it Armored Core someday. We have more to say about Damon X Machina, so please follow the official Nintendo of America Twitter account so you can stay up to date on the latest information. Uh, Damon X Machina should be launching this summer. On the server, be like, thank you for bringing back Armored Core. With that in mind, the development team is working hard right now, so please stay tuned. Kind of worried, maybe they're the people who have like the ideas for Armored Core. Realistic Armored Core racing is shit. headed for Nintendo Switch. Grid Oscorp fully loaded great. with a mix of yeah. high-speed thrills, believable handling, and a difficulty Get level that scales games, to your huh? skills. You'll feel like a pro yeah, racer as you master the world's <laughs> I just, fastest cars I just love the fucking, the Switch has like everything. a variety of games. It's, it's awesome. To the narrow like, city streets of Barcelona. It's just All legit. DLC is included it's awesome. With 100 cars, 100 circuits, and some welcome additions like motion controls and custom controls. I don't know what the fuck that was. Players can but... race online or locally. And motion controls can race split screen on a single system. From street racing to demolition derby. That's when cool. Grid Autosport speeds onto Nintendo Switch in summer 2019. Enter the Viking Age to experience Senua's cool. journey that again. Cool. I didn't or think to see that very game on there. Either. The fuck's it look like? Created in collaboration with neuroscientists and people who experience psychosis, Hellblade pulls players deep into the oh, mind yeah. of Senua. That looked a little This broken Celtic yeah. warrior... The, 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 first, the first part, yeah. It looks better than I thought it would, though. Yeah, for the soul sure. of her dead lover. Hellblade has won multiple I'm awards, so including BAFTAs for this performance, audio and artistic achievement, getting British Game and uh, Game Beyond Entertainment. More avenues to find get out why. Yeah, that's awesome. Sacrifice I, I still need to fucking beat Switch it. This spring. I say that too much. Played everything. The Nintendo Switch lineup not just keeps them. getting stronger. Mortal Kombat 11 proves really? the saga 25 that's years cool. in the telling is far from over. With all new custom game, character yeah. variations, plus new characters and returning <laughs> it's, it's veterans taking up the fight. Man. In a fresh it. new adventure, Unravel 2 sees players take control of two adorable huh, Yarnies. like a Sony only game. Control both Yarnies on your own in single player, or play with a friend in local co-op. That was on sale for like 10 bucks the day. I kind of want to pick it up, Unravel but 2 I'm only going to play For the first time on Nintendo Switch, experience Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered with revamped gameplay and features tailored to the system like motion aiming and touch input. Hmm. Set in the American Revolution, explore one of the most iconic eras in history as you fight for freedom. I wasn't a big Assassin's Creed 3 fan. Usher in the rise of a nation. All okay. the original downloadable content plus the entire standalone game yeah, Assassin's Creed well. Liberation <laughs> Remastered will be included when they launch together on May 21st. Final Fantasy fans, better open your calendars. 
we're excited to announce that Final Fantasy VII sure. will find its new home on Nintendo Switch. And do I need March to buy 26. this like a fucking eighth we can time? Also announce that yeah, it's like fucking. Dungeon, everybody <laughs> will release this, on March twentieth. I love. Mystery we're pleased Dungeon. to announce that Final Fantasy IX will journey onto Nintendo Switch later thought, yeah. today. No. Once Seven's classic, pretty much like fucking Symphony of the Night, man. It's fucking on everything. That's all I for today's Nintendo Switch headlines. Stupid. <laughs> How's everything looking? Bad. Well, we have a bit Not more impressed. to share in this Nintendo awful. Direct. Please stay with us until the end. Let's take a look, shall we? Like a PS2 game. What is this? It looked cool. It looks cool, yeah. Yeah. What you just witnessed is Astral Chain, a brand new action game in development at Platinum Games. It looked like two characters were fighting together during battle, didn't it? I hope you're excited to learn more about how combat will play out in this game. Please stay tuned. And speaking of Platinum Games, I'm sure you're very curious about Bayonetta 3. Rest assured, the developers of Bayonetta 3 are hard at work, and I hope you're looking forward to learning more. Our next title will be the last announcement of the day. Please. This guy check talks to you like he's trying to comfort you. Like, don't get too stressed out. <laughs> There's games coming. Is this the big one? Yeah. This is pretty fun. Yeah, I saw this all over the place. This is hard to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> It was good, yeah. It's just cool because it's. it's oh. Who's that elf boy? 
Never seen him. <laughs> Never heard of him. We're at a time though we're getting some like pretty cool remasters of games and it's kind of cool to see a game that came out that long ago fucking oh, it's so cool looking. remade. It, it looks dope as shit. <laughs> I love his dot eyes. It's so like real looking in a weird way. <laughs> Oh shit, that's coming out fucking this year? Blizz Blizzard's got nothing coming out this year and fucking Nintendo's just fucking... So, what did you think? <laughs> At long last, Throwing shit out all fucking year. Game Boy Classic, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Hey, where was the support in the last console? Nintendo yeah. Switch. I, I swear, the Switch came out the arc. Psych! After 26 years, I don't know why we did that. ...has a new experience, and we'll have more to say in the future. They need, they need some them time. Please they need to fucking just chill and not think about games for a little bit. For today's Nintendo Direct. Here's a word plastic so screen. Keep yourself watching. busy while we think of shit. <clears throat> Nintendo. Alright, uh, takeaways. Quickly. I mean, if you watched the whole thing, you obviously heard our tidbits throughout the whole thing. So we talked over the whole fucking thing. I'm sure we'll get a comment. You guys talk too much. Yeah, so if you go to <laughs> Nintendo's YouTube page, they'll have this available without our commentary. Um, no. <laughs> so overall, actually, I thought it was a really good Nintendo Direct. I'm super excited to see that they have uh, so many projects coming out this year. I wish I could say the same for another company that we talk about all the time, but I'm not going to continue to mention. But Yeah, that's <laughs> but, over. But uh, I would say easily, I don't know, 60, 70% of those I wanted. 75, 80% for me. Almost yeah. every game they showed I want to play. That was cool. That's fucking crazy. And there's like three fucking titles in there that I think are like, I need to play games. Not even just like, oh, that looks good for Nintendo. I'm just like, that's a fucking dope-ass looking game Yeah, that I can only get on a Switch, which is awesome. It's yeah. weird being fucking excited for Nintendo shit again. Like, it's awesome. Fire Emblem looks fucking dope. Yes. I'm stoked to see Dragon Quest make its way over there. Um, even though it's fucked up, they get the definitive version. Um, that Zelda remake looks fucking awesome. It's very cool. It has its own visual style, too, so it's kind of like, it, it's not like just like replacing the old one. It's like the new uh, version of it. It's got its own flair or whatever. Um, it's just so many fucking games. Uh, that fucking Platinum Games game. I mean, like that's that's an original fucking game that's coming out for Switch. Um, uh, Hellblade coming to fucking Switch. I mean, that's awesome. That's not a game I would ever have guessed is coming out for I wouldn't that. have guessed that or Dead by Daylight. Um, yeah, that was that was super They're really surprising. hitting all the things you need to fucking that you would want. Well, yeah, they. I mean, Dead by Daylight's legitimately just like competitive multiplayer game, horror game. Yeah, yeah so 
that's Grid, pretty cool. Adding a racing game, that's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, even though I'm not a fan of the motion controls, it is neat that they even like put those oh, in there. They'll throw that into fucking any game. Well, and it's fine because for some people, they enjoy playing stuff like that. Well, so. That's just like the Nintendo philosophy, though. Things you don't have to play like that. It's just it's there if you want to have some fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Box Boy got big hype for Box Boy. I, I don't, but. <laughs> Uh, it was cool looking, but I I, yeah. I know I wouldn't play it. Um, you know the same thing with that Yoshi game. You know it, maybe it's fun. Uh, I just people fucking talk up those fucking games. Well, maybe I should play them. I just I look at them. I'm just like, but they're yeah. like they're really good. I'm like, are they? <laughs> are they really good? Yeah, I should probably just try them at some point. Uh, the old Toad Boy not, tracker. Th- those that's a fun game, and that that is one visually at first I was like, yeah, whatever, and then I played. it. I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. So, I also can't believe that Tetris ninety nine game exists, but also is on Switch. It's not it's, that should be on like everything. I feel like it should be free to play on everything. It might come out later for other things because yeah. it's kind of how that te- uh, Puyo Pop Tetris game oh, was. Okay. It came out on Switch and then all of a sudden it was PC later. Because it would make sense to have cr- cross platform Tetris ninety nine on everything because it's Tetris. So there's nothing like graphical about it that you'd have to really oh, yeah. compete give, with. Give it a few months, it'll be like Windows ten and Xbox One as well or some mm-hmm. shit, and it'll all be cross play. So and they're gonna be, they're trying to get Apex Legends cross play on everything. So which would be fucking huge. But we're not talking about that. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. There's something that's shown earlier on in the thing, and I, for some reason, in 30 minutes, my mind's been fucking wiped. <laughs> Do you remember anything in the beginning? Smash Bros. I remember seeing that. The fuck else they show? Starlink, which actually Starlink. looks kind of interesting. They showed Dragon Quest Builders 2. They showed Mario oh, Maker 2. I want to fucking, yeah. Map, or Mario Maker 2 looks sick, but uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is like a huge improvement. You know, it's cool. I, I need to beat the first one because I, I know it's not a very long game. <clears throat> I just kind of, you know, it's funny. I had the mentality when I stopped playing. I was like, oh, this is one of those games like I can just come back to. And <laughs> I did. Yeah, so. yeah I, I, I kind of in, had interest in playing it. And then I found out the multiplayer thing wasn't happening. And then I was like, I don't know if I really want to play this. And, and then they, I played Dragon Quest yeah. 11, fucking loved it. Now I'm just like, Dragon Quest, give me more Dragon Quest. If you can find a way to play it, you should play on the original DS. There was a, I think it's called Rocket Slime. And it's a game where you play as a slime in your own tank versus another person's tank. And you actually have to like load the guns and shoot them. But you can also run over inside their tank and start fighting their people so that they can't use their uh, abilities. It was a really fun game. Sounds complicated. It really wasn't. Yeah, I don't think it is. But it was fun. But overall, great uh, to see Nintendo not just forgetting about it after the thing's out in everyone's living rooms now. Uh, the yep. support is great. I love it. Gets better. Dude. I love the third-party support, which yep. is Nintendo's weakest part. Yep. Every console, and they're not allowing that to happen this time. Yeah. Um, Lessons learned for sure. I think. I think just this generation, in, in as a whole, Nintendo just kind of accepted that. Um, Gaming has changed, and they had to change with it. And yep. I mean, I think we Sony saw took a huge, while to learn that lesson too. Well, we saw a huge part of that when they accepted uh, making mobile games, yeah, for phones, which wasn't exciting, but it was a, a sign of Nintendo uh, loosening their grip. So, yeah, for sure. Um, 
And you, you said something about generation, gaming generation, or whatever. I, I'm just thinking about it. Like, with, like, aside from like one that's had like a slight misstep, I think like this is probably one of the best console generations to exist. Because the sure. PS4 and the Switch are fucking killing it. The Xbox is a great console mm-hmm. that has good games on it, obviously. Struggles with the exclusives, but we don't got to go into that. But like as a console, it's a really good console. For like sure. it's just a really good fucking generation in consoles right now. And I, I'm so happy to see the Switch is just fucking... It's just an awesome console. There's no like, well, I don't know. Like it's just, it's just really fucking good. And I'm just, it's so awesome to be excited for their games again, and and a variety of games. Um, they also, they're also showing that you can have um, a current generation system, but not be a complete graphical powerhouse. powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, you don't need it. So. That's always been Nintendo's philosophy. Outside from the 64, that was their one console where they're like, we got the fucking powerhouse, but and they did. Um, but they've always emphasized fun in gaming. That's that's their biggest thing. And with the Wii, they really kind of emphasized the family fun. Yeah. But now they're just going like, you know, we're still maintaining that philosophy of making fun fucking games. And their games look, especially the Nintendo games, they look really good. The first Risky. party games, yeah. But all their games look fine. Mm. They, 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 but they don't look like, they're not going to look like, you know, fucking excellent AAA, like what you get from a PC game or, you know, Xbox one X game or a PS4 game, but they always look good. And you know, they're going to be fun. Yeah. They always have cool ideas to just be a fun game. So that's, that's one thing that's so refreshing about Nintendo and their games. Um, and yeah, if you grade it real quick, what would you grade that presentation? That? Yeah. Uh, I'd give that an A minus pretty easily. <laughs> That's funny. I'd give an A minus as well. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, our water filter has started up, but at least the power stayed on. Let us know in the comments what do you think about Nintendo Direct. What do you think about the announcements they have put out there? Uh, which ones are you most excited for? Um, if not all of them. And uh, do you have a Switch? Do you plan on buying a Switch? If you don't have a Switch, why don't you have a Switch? And what do you think about Tetris 99 and it being essentially a Battle Royale game? Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to all the topics we've covered this episode. Until the next episode, which will be Tasty Cast this weekend. Have a great week, guys. Keep your power on. Stay warm and take it easy.